1: Have you ever experienced that? Amen. In your village, now come to the city, you find out that there are many worse matter than you, and you shut up your mouth. <laughs> Amen. You stop bragging. You stop being pompous. Amen. There was that big word, pomposity. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I knew that, for even myself, in my only little place, I was like the smartest. Until I entered college. And then I met people who are much smarter. Really, much, much smarter than me. Amen. If it's about being intelligent, some of us don't qualify. Many of us don't qualify. Only very few, you no, know, will have the opportunity to do those things. But not with God. Not with God. Grace is an equalizer. Grace gives you a playing field for anyone to jump in and participate. Amen? It's not a competition. Hallelujah. It's not a competition. It's participation. If you can participate in grace, in faith, if you can have faith, and anyone can have faith. Even the little ones, even the little kids can have faith. Amen? In fact, they do better with faith. Amen. For out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has done what? Ordained strength because of his enemies. Out of the mouth of little ones, God does wonders. So if you will give the word of God to little ones, they will do really very well because they don't have the fear of this, the fear of that, or the experiences of life that you have had that stop you, hinder you from faith. The little ones don't have that. They are fearless. They believe it. They just take it in, hook, line, and sinker. They take it all in. They swallow it. No matter what it is, if there is hook in there, they will swallow it with it. Amen. Amen. So, f- grace puts out this field for everyone to participate. If you can believe God, you can do anything. You do not have to have a rich father. You do not have to have a rich mother. You do not have to belong to the political clan. You do not have to belong to the to a special social club. You do not have to have anything. If you can have God, who is the father of us all, he has cattles upon a thousand fields. Amen. He owns everything. If you can have him as your father, you can have anything. You say that promise will be sure to you will be sure to everyone that believes not just to the privileged very very important please do not forget that scripture Romans four sixteen. very important by his grace by his grace that's what we're talking about by his grace if you have received grace you will soon find out that though grace is free it is not without price if you have received grace, you will soon find out that though grace is free, it's not without price. It is pricey. Grace is costly. Hallelujah. Grace is costly. Second Corinthians 8-9. Second Corinthians 8-9. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich. Amen. Hallelujah. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Very, very insightful to what the grace of God is. This is the best definition of the grace of God. For you know, or since you have experienced the grace of God, and this is the grace of God, that Though Jesus Christ was rich Yet for your sakes He became poor That you through his poverty Might become rich Grace is a giver And not just a giver Grace is an extravagant Giver Grace gives it all Grace is Jesus himself Hallelujah And Jesus gave it all He was rich Yet for for your sakes, not for his sake, but for your sakes, he became poor. Why did he become poor? Because of what? He gave it all. Amen? He emptied himself. He gave it all. He gave everything. Poverty doesn't make anyone rich. Okay? He say, yet through his poverty might become rich. You might become rich. It's not poverty that makes you rich. It's what? his giving that makes you rich. Amen? Poverty doesn't make you rich. It doesn't just become riches. It's because of his giving. He was rich. He was not poor. Amen? Jesus Christ was not poor. He was rich. But for your sakes, but for your sakes, but for your sakes, he became poor so that you through his poverty might be rich. Amen? This is also very common with parents. Amen? Parent, 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 parent. Parents would do anything for their children. They would do anything instead of going on vacation, instead of buying new clothes, instead of you know, being comfortable. They make sure that their children are comfortable. They make sure that their children are well-dressed even though they are not well-dressed. Amen? They will do anything. Basically, they become poor for their children. They give all to their children for the sake of their children. Amen? And those children better, better, better make sure that they do well with what has been given them. That they don't squander what is given them. Again, there are many who do just exactly that. They make a waste of what is given them. That will not be your case in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have received grace, you will soon find out that grace, though free, it is not without price. It's pricey. Jesus gave it all. What did he give all? What did he give? He gave his life. He gave his life. He gave it all. Somebody that is rich, that gives it all. Is that cheap? If you say somebody is rich and they use all their money to get you something, Everything that they had, they used it to get you something. Do you think that thing is, is nothing? That thing must be really, really, really expensive. That it will cost them everything. I mean, you describe describe them as being rich. And indeed, Jesus was rich. Amen? Jesus was rich. Yet, for your sake, he gave it all up. For your sake, he gave it all up. So that you might be rich. He gave his life. He gave everything. The grace of God is pricey. The grace of God is expensive. The grace of God is costly. The grace of God is everything. Amen? And that second memory verse says, for all things are for your sakes. Please don't forget that. This Holy Spirit is saying for all things are for my sake. All things are for my sake. All things are for my benefit, for my good, for my blessing. God does all things. Jesus Christ gave it all up for my sake. Not for his sake. He doesn't need nothing. God does not need nothing. God doesn't even need you. But he gave it all because of you wow, the grace of God is so deep that there is no way we can get to the bottom of it. And it's so wide that there's no way we can get around it. And it's so tall, so high up, there is no way we can get on top of it. The grace of God is just huge. And we cannot talk too much about it. The grace of God is exceedingly abundant. Amen above and beyond. In fact, if you go through the scripture, you will find out where it says the rich grace, the exceeding riches of his grace, the abundant grace, that is the grace of God. It's not just grace. It's rich grace. It's not just rich grace. It's abundant riches of his grace. And it's not just abundant riches of his grace. It's what? Exceedingly abundant riches of his grace. May the Lord open your eyes. To the grace of God in the name of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ means that he did all that he did, suffered all he suffered, endured all he endured, all for me, so that I don't have to start from the beginning, so that I don't have to start from where he started but continue with what he started, building on the foundation he already laid yes, spreading the grace of God to others the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ means that I don't have to die for myself. Amen? I don't have to do what he did. Amen? But I do what continue where he stopped. I continued with what he started. I continue to spread the grace of God around. This is the technology of grace. This is the way grace works. From Abraham to Isaac, from Isaac to Jacob, from Moses to Joshua, from Elijah to Elisha, from David to Solomon, from parents to children. Just for us to understand a little bit about the mechanism of grace.